Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another segment of Empowerment One-on-One with me, Latoya Joppy. Yes, I am a day late. Please forgive me. With everything going on in the world right now, I, you know, was giving it some time. I know people are kind of glued to their televisions. Um, but, you know, uh, like I've been saying, God's will will be done. And that's what we have to always remember is God's will will be done and whatever's going to be is going to be because it has to come through him first, right? Because this earth belongs to God. This earth belongs to him. It's not man's world. It's God's world. And so, again, I was giving it a day. So tonight I wanted to address because everybody's in a wait. Everybody is in a, they're, they're in a, um, a waiting, a waiting place for a decision, right? Um, but throughout our lives, we've waiting on God to do something or come through, or we're praying about something, and so after we're finished praying and having and, and holding on to our faith, hopefully we're holding on to our faith. The question stands: How do you wait? How are you waiting? When you're believing God to come through for for a prayer that you petitioned up to him for that miracle that you're waiting to see happen in a family member's uh, life or even your life, whatever that thing is, you have partitioned up to God through your prayer time. What does your wait look like? We can use this president's presidential campaign and waiting on which which one is going to be the president um either one's going to remain or the other is going to be, become the new president so that there's a wait but how are we waiting and this question is coming about because many of us are anxious because of the presidency we don't know which way it's going to go Many of us are anxious because there are things going on in your personal lives and you you believe God on one hand and on the other hand, you're like, God, hurry up. You want to say hurry up, but you know God is not going to, you can't hurry God up. So it's like you're sitting there and you're trying to wait and in the wait is your faith wavering. In the wait, are you frustrated? In the wait, are you feeling like God isn't going to come through for you? Because it's taking so long. When we know his time, it is not our time. And he is time. He is time. So we're, we're, we're on a 24-hour clock. He is not. He is like beyond that. You understand? So meaning that we're like our, our clock, we're like looking at the minutes. Like, okay, God, this is, this is day to day. All right. He didn't. All right. Where are you, Jesus? Where are you? I'm praying. I'm sending these prayers up. I'm believing you. I'm, I'm, I'm fasting. I'm doing all these things that you require of me, God. And, and now I'm, I'm waiting and I still don't see you. And it's been forever. It's been years and I'm still not seeing a breakthrough in this situation. So I'm asking this question um, because I'm hearing a lot of people, you know, everybody, with everything that's going on, people are not um, waiting correctly. <laughs> you know, is there a correct way to wait? 
I believe so. And I can say that because I wait I I can become all of the things that I said, anxious that you know in the past or whatever over a situation, hurrying God up, feeling like God wasn't gonna do it for me, feeling like, dang, what what about me? What what's going on? Or this presidency, I this is not for me because I'm not. If I, I, honestly, I'm not um, sitting pondering on that at all, you know, because God's will is gonna be done, it, and that's that's how I feel about that. But I'm saying in other situations. Um, you know, I haven't always waited correctly. And, you know, we hear this in church and what the word says, they that wait on the Lord, he shall renew our strength. But we don't, that's, that's, we know that's, that's what you're supposed to do. But when you're facing something or you're believing God for something and it seems like it's never going to come through, you start to kind of, your faith starts to dwindle away. Mine's it. At times. And so tonight I wanted to just kind of get you to thinking and just kind of get you to look at yourself and do a heart check, do a do a do a currency check within yourself to say, Am I waiting the way God expects me to wait? And maybe that's why he hasn't came through yet on this thing I'm believing him for. Because I'm not waiting right. I'm complaining. I'm arguing. I'm mad. I am everything opposite of what his expectation is of me in the wait. And so maybe that's why this thing isn't happening like I need it to happen. So let me evaluate me. Um, let me do a check on me. Let me check my heart. Let me make sure what is it that I need to be doing in the wait? What do you need out of me, God? Because when this breakthrough happens, when you open these doors, God, when when these when this shift takes place, am I in position? Can I handle the shift? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Can I handle the shift that's about to take place in my life because it's happening? For the believers, it is happening. God is opening doors. He is the door that we are waiting to walk through. I'm telling you, there's something amazing about to happen in our lives. So in the wait, what are we doing? Are we doing what God is requiring us to do in the wait? Are we sitting there like, come on, God, what, what's going on? Where are you? Hello? 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 You see me down here? You see me over here? I'm praying. I'm doing all these things. But, but where are you? This is taking longer than it should. I have things to do. You know, and some probably are really saying that. I really believe in that. Like, come on, God, you see what's going on? Yes. So if you're concerned about it, then you know he's concerned about it. But he's God and we can't hurry him. We can't rush him in anything. This presidency um, is the, is something new. What's going on right now, right? And so with all of this craziness going on this chaos that seems to be going on god says i will take the foolish things to confound the wise right this stuff looks foolish to me i'm like what and they seem to be very wise i mean you sit and you sit it's 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 a lot going on it's a lot going on but everything that's going on is working together for our good remember that even in the wait even in everything that you're sitting in and, and maybe things are happening around you that doesn't feel amazing and things are going on in your household or what on your job, wherever, you know, things are happening. Things seem to be chaotic. 
it's all working together for our good. Because God said, behold, I am doing a new thing. Old things are passed away. I'm doing a new thing. So we got to hold on to this new thing. That new thing don't look like what you and I think it should look like. That new thing is exactly what he has designed it to be before time. So we have to be ready and embrace this newness that we're embarking upon in Christ Jesus. This newness that God is doing in the earth and, and how he's drawing more people to him He's, he knows what he's doing. That's one thing that I, that I, that I have peace over is in resting is that God knows what he's doing. He doesn't make mistakes. We do. And even though that thing may look like, where is your God? Some people could say, where is your God with all this killing, with all this stuff right there, right in it, right here? Because we also have a, a free will. And so some, so in a permit, a permissive will, which means he will allow some things. He will allow things to happen. He will allow you to fall flat on your face and be right there. He said in his word that if you make your bed in hell, I will be right there, right? That's what his word says. So he's always with us because his word told us he will never leave us nor forsake us. He is literally watching us to see how we will wait in this, in this. Wait to see breakthrough in your marriage. Wait to see your kids set free. Wait to see your mom set free wait to see you know finances come through breakthrough to take place in your life those things healing in your body he is literally sitting back watching how are we waiting when we're saying in our mouth with our tongues we confess we trust you but then on the other side we're saying where are you God I don't know if I can handle this I don't know I I feel like I'm gonna lose it God I'm losing it right now I, I give up I want to throw in the, I want to throw in the towel. That has been me on so many of occasions, double mindedness. I spoke about that before and you waver in your faith. You waver when faith, we know the word says faith moves God. It, it's not our inconsistencies. It's our faith. But even in our inconsistencies, he's so good that he still shows up. Even when we don't want him to show, when we don't expect him to show up because we know we didn't do that thing the way he required. He still shows up in the midst of our mess. He will still show up. So on tonight, I just wanted to pose that question. You know, how are you waiting in this hour? How are you waiting with everything that's going on in the world? What are you doing to keep yourself afloat? Or are you sitting back watching CNN, NBC, ABC, BET, MTV? Are you sitting back, you know, on your phone like, girl, did you see that? Did you see the president? What? Did, da, 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 da. did you see what's going on over there with Joe and them? Did you? What are you doing in the wait? And... How are you impacting the people around you in the wait? Because you're around your kids more. You're around, you know, their home, you know. And so how are we waiting? And so anybody that knows me and I've said this and I'll keep saying this. I don't say things that I haven't lived already. So I'm not going to say it to you if I haven't had to figure out how. Uh oh, you ain't waiting right, Toya. You are not waiting right. God is not pleased with the wait. Get it together. This is a pep talk for me. To me. I'm talking to myself. 
And I'm saying, girl, you could do better than this. This is unacceptable. You know, your attitude is unacceptable. I'm talking to me. I'm, I'm telling me. So there was somebody else because they couldn't even say anything that I don't already. I'm like, oh, I already know. And it took me. We done went all. We already went to Jesus. Yep, we did. Because he already he convicted my heart. He already showed me my stinking self. I'm not showing up in the weight how I should. So I'm just saying that. Stay in, stay empowered, you guys. Stay encouraged, right? And 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 stay, stay in a place of knowing that if God did it before, He will do it again. Stay in a place of it is all working together for my good. Stay in a place of God doesn't make mistakes. That just seals it for me. When I when I feel some type of way, I'm like, but He don't make mistakes. You don't make mistakes. You make the impossible possible. You know, I keep in, in, in speaking the word over myself. Find the scriptures that pertain to my now and speak it, even if I don't understand it. But our complaining and our acting evil towards each other, especially in this presidency, you know, if, if you got some, and this is, I'm speaking to my community right here, right now. You got some black people that voted for Trump and you got some black people that, a lot, you got a lot of group that voted for Biden, right? But the people that voted for Trump, the people that voted for Biden is clashing because, oh, you voted for this person and you voted for that person. Oh, I don't want nothing to do with you or you're not marching with Black Lives Matter. So I don't do, I don't want nothing to do with you. That's foolishness you want somebody to follow you when when aren't we supposed to you know think for ourselves if they don't sell if that's not in their spirit to do then that's not in their spirit to do that shouldn't shift your mindset towards that person at all because people have different mindsets and different views and that's what you just you know stop trying to be god in people's lives you know, and so that's why I'm saying in this wait, what is your attitude looking like when you're waiting for the next president to show up um, when they finally, you know, get get that together? When you're waiting for breakthrough to take place in your household, is your house divided right now? You know, because you have a different belief system than the others or you you're upset because of something that probably isn't even that serious. But you just so you know, you haven't really just taken that thing before God. So where you was waiting and your faith was there, you got all this other stuff crowding that. So now it's just chaotic. We have to go back. We have to go back and, you know, sometimes we got to go back and do our first works over and do an examination of ourselves, you guys, and just kind of say, okay, I feel like this. I can always do better. You know, I did good, but I can always do better, especially in this walk, because I, we all sin and fall short of the glory of God, period. We all mess up. We all make mistakes in the weights. But it's how we get back up. I didn't fail short so many times, but it was how I got back up. It was how I said, okay, not today. Not today, devil. Not today. And not even giving the devil credit because it wasn't always the devil. It was me. And I had to dust myself off and say, uh-uh, not, we're not doing this today. Because somebody could say, dang, it takes all of that. I mean, that's a lot. All that and more because... This is your life we're talking about. This is your life. 
I want to say something, right? While we're waiting, we need to be praying and we need to be asking God to enlighten our discernment and our wisdom, right? On And give us prophetic wisdom and insight over everything we're facing throughout that day, right? And I'm saying this for a reason. I'm saying this because some of us are believing God for most of us are believing God to open up a door in our lives, whatever that door is, whatever the door is, right? And in the midst of that, I read a scripture on my on, on my Facebook page the other day. I think it was what, First uh, Peter 5, 8 and 9, I believe. And it was speaking about how um, the enemy was waiting for us to be, it said napping. And I said, to, he's waiting for us to be, you know, he's waiting for us to be sleep, right? So in your wait, if you're not pursuing God, if you're not pursuing God in, in prayer, you're not chasing after God in, in, in worship, and you slipping, because that's what that's saying. The napping means you slipping, okay? That's what that means. You are slipping, the enemy is, he's paying attention to that. And he's also paying attention to the words we speak out of our mouth. Right? We know the enemy wants to attack our mind and our mindset. So if we're not staying prayed up, putting the armor of God on in the weight, making sure that we are girded, you know, he attacks us, then attacks come harder than they would have. Because we're not in preparation. We are not prepared. We are, we're not fully clothed. You know, they always, they give the um, analogy of when you put the armor on, it's just like when you wake up in the morning, you know, or when you get dressed, you put your pants on, you put your shirt on. If you don't put your shirt on, then you're going outside half naked. If you don't put your armor on, you're going outside naked. You could be fully dressed, have your coat on, your scarf, your hat, your scarf. I mean your uh your your gloves, but if you going outside, if you're going outside, um, without that armor on, or if you're staying in the house because you could get that phone call too, and you don't have that armor on, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, shoes I put on, the gospel of peace, the helmet of salvation, and protect and cover your mind. The the thing the enemy is after that fiery dart is going to affect you. Even the more the impact of that thing will be harder and worse than it would be if the armor was applied with the armor not being applied. Um, it will be harder than if the armor was applied. Right. And I'm saying that for a reason. Because you don't know what reports you're going to get. You don't know. What news you're going to get about a family member. People are losing family members. People are losing friends. You know, whatever, a job you may have been excited about. So, so you guys, okay. So I'm, I'm, um, going to school, uh, in a field. I don't think I'll release that yet. And there was a, a interview in that field and I went on an interview in that field last week and I'm saying I'm telling this for a reason last week. And then um, so that was good. So a, a day later, she's, you know, I get another e email, excuse me. And it says that they wanted to meet with me. Uh, 
one of the the other owner and uh, another young lady wanted to meet with me for a second interview. And I said, oh, great. I'm so excited. I'm like, I'm praying about this thing. I'm excited. And I'm like, okay, God. So we're in the interview uh, Monday, this past Monday. And the interview's going amazing. And then midway of the interview, it was like, um, it was a question asked to me about um, diversity. And I'm trying to say it without actually saying it, uh, about diversity um, and how I could help. What is my take on that and how how to um, be able to be, make them more diverse? And, you know, that was all good. And, and then she says, because we're white based. We are white based. It's all white here. We are white based. I mean, the hand gestures, everything. Right. And so I'm like, okay. Well, anybody that knows me, I don't pull the race card. I don't do that. I, I just, that's not how I live my life. I don't care if I'm thinking. I'm not about to, you know, so I'm not like saying this because I'm like, uh-uh, not like, what, what, what? You know? No, I was just taken back because I never had an interview like this. And I understand the times that we are in right now, but it was just different. It was different. It was different. And so I answered professionally. I gave my response. She kept saying, yeah, because we're white-based. I'm just, it's all white people here. I'm just, you know, I mean, it's we're white-based. We don't cater. They didn't have white clients. They didn't have, you know, that's what she said, we're white-based. And I said, okay, okay, okay. And um, so I'd already given my response. And I was done giving my response to that. And so then the other owner says, well, we are... um." Be, we're more aware and we're watching what we say and we're watching what we do and we're watching uh x y and z and then something about racism and all this stuff and i just was thinking like okay this this interview has went somewhere else like so my skill set and background knowledge and all of that education i guess that's void right now so we want to know about this okay it wasn't on the job description but okay let's go so i was like all right okay um, I answered the questions that they had and, and that was that. And I sat back and there was some, a lot that I had to unpack with them in that interview. And I was just thinking to myself, oh my God, I was a little offended by things that this interview, you know, and, and that's just my, that that's me. You may not have been offended. I was, and I don't get offended right by certain things, but I was like, oof. And, and I don't want to hear that. Be careful of offense because the word says, I don't want to hear that because it's you would you, <laughs> you know, us, us lovely believers will go straight to that scripture. But this was a little bit much. It was a, a little much. And so I'm saying all this for a reason. Please hold on. Hold on, y'all. Don't click out. Just hold on. So I get a second. I emailed her. I emailed her because I had to unpack it. And once I unpacked it, I was like, this was not okay. Like, I didn't, I'm not okay with this. And so I sent a very professional email to uh, one of the women. And um, I won't say what I said, but it was very professional. I'm always going to, I'm always, I didn't let Keisha come out, right? Keisha is a, Keisha's that old thing that's passed away, Right. Keisha is, that's that alter ego. Keisha's that old person that's passed away because, you know, 
old things. Behold, behold, he changed my name, right? He's doing a new thing. So, um, I'm saying that to say she emailed me, emails me back the next day, apologizing and basically offering me the position and then says everything was all good. The apology, I, I didn't even expect her to apologize. I didn't even expect an, an email and everything was all okay. And then until this one part that said, although white base was not specifically our words. Oh, well, whose words were they? Because I've never had an interview where I needed to even address on what basis would I need to say the words white based? I mean, I don't know where, what, uh, what the spreadsheet part or, um, let me think. Um, yeah, I didn't know where I would say white based. So, um, what was alarming to me? And here's my point. It's a, it's, um, well, I'll just say what I'm going to school for. It's fine. It's um, family uh, therapy, family counseling. So this was something about the, you know, this was in that field, right? And so what baffled me, I had to say it so I can say this. She's a doctor of the mind. And she tried to manipulate my mind. And that was scary to me to think of how many minds are you manipulating? And how did it go this far? When, when, how do we even, it, how do we get here? An interview's not an interview anymore, you know? And so I'm saying that to say we have to be so careful because the enemy will use whoever he wants to use. And if I wasn't, I mean, literally you, you said, I, you basically, you said, I said, white base. Those were my words. When she said it throughout the interview, well, I don't have to fight or defend myself because everything is recorded. Hello. <laughs> and so I was just saying, you know, um, and, and so, so the point is the moral is I'm not going to touch no anymore on that because you know that, no, I'm going to stay to the point. Um, the moral of this is it came, it came to attack my mind. The very thing, I've been on a healing journey for a year. Healing in my mind and my heart, they are connected. It came to attack, but it was sent back to hell where it came from. Because that's where that came from, the pit of hell. And so that was nothing but the enemy. Because what is the enemy after? Our minds. So we have to be wise. I didn't entertain that like... You, I mean, it was reverse psychology. She was, what if I was like, well, did she say that? Or was I, did she, maybe she said it this way. Maybe I interpreted it wrong. But what? Let me think about it. And that's somebody who's weak-minded, right? Because sometimes you can be. You don't know where people are. That's what was scary. She's a doctor of the mind. And she was, she manipulate, tried to manipulate my mind in an interview. That's the enemy. So we have to, how are you what are you doing in the wait? Is the enemy trying to manipulate your mind right now? Is the enemy trying to make you feel like, 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 um, things aren't going to happen? Is the enemy speaking louder to you than God? Who is speaking louder in your ears? God or the enemy? And that's what I want you to assess. Assess that. What is, what are you, um, pondering on in your spirit? Is it, positive or negative is it your thoughts the enemy's thoughts or god's thoughts whose thoughts is it 
because your mind is under attack because that's what he's after. So what do we got to do? We got to put the armor on. We got to put that helmet of salvation on. We got to cover ourselves or you are completely naked for the enemy to attack. And when he does, it's going to hit hard. So again, how are you waiting? Jesus, how are you waiting? And that's what I wanted. I want you guys to think on tonight. And I'm going to leave you with a scripture. Because in your weights, we shall not be moved, right? Things could be happening. Things could be moving. What is that Psalms one that says to be like a tree? Let me go ahead and go to that real quick. I was going to just read the one, but I just want to, I just want to say it correctly, right? It says he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruits and seasons whose leaves also shall not wither. But I want to, this is what I was getting at. He shall be, we shall be like a tree planted. If it's a good sturdy tree, that thing ain't moving. It can, it, but it sways though, right? That tree sways from side to side. That tree blows. It, 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 it can go from side to side and back and forth. And that's, that's, that's them weights hit. That's them, them situations coming at you. That's them, and them, those things happening that you're like, good Lord. Oh my God. There's so much going on, but you're still rooted in God. You're still standing firm in Him. Because you're unmovable. Whew. You're unmovable when you rest in God, when you're in his presence, when you're pursuing him, when you are seeking he first the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added. When you are laying before him, when you are crying out to him, when you are, when you are putting on the armor of the God, when you are dressed and clothed in him, you are unmovable. When you are not putting on these things and we're not in our word because the word is what fights the end. The word is what fights our situations, sickness. The word is what come, comes against the, 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 the infirmities. It comes against um, the poverty. It comes against everything, right? But we don't have, when we don't have the word, what are you, how are you fighting? How are you waiting in this hour? That's not even the scripture I was going to uh, say. The scripture I was going to say was Psalm 62 and uh, verse 1 and 2 that says, Truly my soul silently waits for God. From him, from him comes my salvation. He alone is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be greatly moved. Because whatever you're facing, you sh he's our defense. It doesn't matter if Biden or Trump is the president. He is our defense. He is the one. Do you understand? He is the greater president. He is the, he is our president God because everything has to come through him. So if Trump is president, you're going to have to make peace at it with in peace with it in your heart because it's God's world period. If, if, and then so, so, and if Biden is you, who you gonna have to make peace with that, but nothing happens when we're angry. In the weights. All we can do is pray. Prayer moves things. Prayer makes things happen. Our faith in prayer moves things and situations. Not the anger that we sitting there in. That ain't doing nothing. It's not helping anyone. 
Sowing seeds of discord is not helping. Talking bad about that man is not helping my fellow believers. I'm sorry, it's not. Because whether he's right or wrong, whether Biden is right or wrong, whether Trump is right or wrong, God is watching how we act in the wait. And are we saying the wrongest things ever? Are we carrying a hate in our heart towards a man? Where is your faith? Is it in the president? What are you doing in the wait? All right, y'all. I don't want to hold you too long. I just wanted to come on here and empower someone. And, and, and just kind of just get you get you thinking, get you going, you know, and get your spirit moving a little bit. And I hope I hope um, that this was empowering for you to be able to go encourage and empower somebody else to be able to do a self check and a, an examination. Because I want to say this. When we talk about this person or that person and we speak negatively about them, how does that make us any better than them? How are you better? And that's something I want to leave um, leave this on on that on that note. I'm sorry. What makes you better than them when you're saying it behind closed doors, saying it, and some are just saying it inwardly? How are you better than that person? How are you going to help that, uh, that, that, that weaker vessel and be able to encourage them and be able to say, look, I understand what's going on. How, how are you going to be able to do that when your heart is not right, just like their heart isn't right? How are you waiting? All right, you guys. That's it for this segment of Empowerment One-on-One with me, Latoya Joppy. Thank you all for tuning in. Share uh, this podcast. Click follow um, if you want to be updated with new new segments because that's how you're updated when you click follow. All right, you guys. Have a good evening and, and um, stay encouraged. Stay empowered, you guys. All right. Bye-bye.